This is the Monday, November 1st edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight, so settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. It's another Monday. Hope the Halloween holiday was safe and fun for you and your family. Tyler Fulgham and Anita Marks here getting you ready for week eight of Monday Night Football. We might spin it ahead a little bit to week nine. There's NBA action and the World Series is now shifted back to Houston for a game six and seven. So a lot to potentially cover. But of course, Anita, by the way, well done with your costume and wardrobe changes on Daily Wager for (laughs) Halloween Sunday. Couldn't keep up with all of them, but the Squid Game one was definitely excellent and scary in its own right. Uh, you, know what, speak- you know what, really, really quick before we start talking NFL and, and the other, you know, plethora of topics we're going to we're going to dive into. It's surprising to me how many people Well, two stories for you. Number one, it's surprising to me how many people have not watched Squid Game. Number one. OK, like hands down probably top five show wow. this season. Number two, on Saturday night, I met some friends for dinner. I'm walking around my town, which is Hoboken, which folks listening to this podcast might know, not, might not know this. Uh, most bars and restaurant in one square mile of anywhere in the country. Okay. So hustling, bustling. I'm walking to a restaurant to meet friends and I'm walking in my outfit of number 29 from squid game. (laughs) And there's a family walking by me and there's a, like a young boy. He could not not have been more than 10 years old, Tyler. And he points at me and he says, 29. (laughs) And I looked at the parents (laughs) and I said, really? You're letting your 10 year old son watch this show. He knows that I'm 29 for Halloween. I was like, I don't know what's, I don't know, I don't know what's worse. I don't know it's that (laughs) the majority of the country have not tuned into this program or the fact that somebody allowed their 10 year old son to watch it. Well, you know, I mean, you got to teach them young, better expose them to it early (laughs) while they're still young and innocent before they get old and jaded in high school. And you never know. So uh, it was fantastic. Uh, the uh, wardrobe outfit changed. A lot of fun. Joe killed it as Macho Man. Randy Savage. Doug is um, Elvis. But let's dive in uh, now that Halloween is over. It, you know, it's been scary for Chiefs backers is supporting the Kansas City Chiefs this year and last year. The trend continues. They have struggled not just straight up this year, but also against the spread. They're at home on Monday night uh, welcoming the New York Giants to Arrowhead Stadium. Right now we have a spread of 10 and a half. The Chiefs laying 10 and a half. And a total of 52, Anita, any side or total play you'd like to make? Yeah. Um, and, and just prefacing, I know you and I are hosting Bet later on this evening. 
we welcome people to tune in at 5.30 p.m. on your ESPN Plus digital site. And Mike Tannenbaum is going to be on that show. Mike Tannenbaum and I host a Sunday morning radio show here in New York. And I'm just getting forewarning, Tyler. Him and I are on the same page. Don't Uh-oh. be surprised if the Giants upset the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. I'm just throwing it out. The money line is four to one. So I'm going to double dip here. I'm playing the Giants plus ten and a half. And I'm also going to play them on the money line at four to one. Let me let me write the script for you. Giants 23 and seven as a road dog. Their last 30 road dog games. Oof. Kansas City only put up three points. Three points against the Kansas uh, against the Tennessee Titans. Meanwhile, the Giants put up 27. Expect to get Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Toney both back on the offensive side of the ball for the Giants today. Kansas City's defense, 29th against the run, 31st against the pass. They only have eight sacks on the season, which means probably Daniel Jones, not that he's playing behind a great offensive line, should have a lot of play, a lot of a lot of time back there to complete some of the passes. Meanwhile, for Patrick Mahomes, tied with Zach Wilson. Most interceptions this season, tied with Zach Wilson. This is a Kansas City team. They have 17 turnovers on the season. That's a big, crucial stat when it comes to wins and losses. The Giants have nine consecutive takeaways in nine. So one consecutive takeaway in nine straight games. So nine consecutive takeaways. So I just, all the stars align properly for the Giants to win this game. I think that we as a gambling community are just stagnant on thinking of Kansas City as that team who should have won the Super Bowl if it wasn't for a bum toe and a horrific injured offensive line. I don't we're just we're, we're I think we're unable to wrap our arms around the fact of how god awful this Kansas City Chiefs team is. I think Giants plus 10 and a half is the play and I'm going to go one step further and say the Giants went outright. Wow. All right. Well, I am in lockstep with you and Mike T on at least one thing. I'm not as crazy on the money line, but I will take the 10 and a half point head start with the Giants. Uh, We learned this morning that it appears very likely that Kadarius Tony and Sterling Shepard will be available. There's no Galladay, no Saquon Barkley, uh, but with Tony and Shepard available, those are two weapons that Daniel Jones will have at his disposal to attack that awful, wretched, weak Kansas City defense that is especially vulnerable to slot players uh, and and quick twitch uh, players in the middle of the field, like Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Toney. Maybe Evan Ingram can have one of his better games in the NFL if Jason Garrett figures out how to use him. Anyone can run on the Kansas City Chiefs, whether it's Saquon Barkley or Devontae Booker. If you're a replacement-level running back, you can have success against the Chiefs. So I do think the Giants can keep this within 10 and a hook. Consequently, I'm also probably playing the over there. If I think the Giants are going to score, I don't know if they'll score enough to win the game, but I think they'll score enough to keep it close with Kansas City, who is getting Tyreek Hill at maybe the healthiest he's been all season long, had extra rest coming off Thursday to get that quad right. Travis Kelsey, while not quite as dynamic as he was a season ago, is still you know one of the, the number one tight end in terms of a production and opportunity in the National Football League. So I think... The Chiefs and Giants play a high-scoring, close game here. I'll say 32-27, Chiefs get the victory. But that's a win for Giants backers at plus 10.5. 
And if you like the over of 52, it will be a win for that as well. So let's dive into the micro handicapping here, player props, which we love the prop queen and the prop prince here, Anita, any props that stand out to you? I'm sure there are a few. I Share love with the people. that. I love that you just <laughs> called yourself the prop prince. I love it. Um, yeah, there, there's there's quite a few. Also, side note, I do like the, the Giants over 20 and a half team total points, by the yeah. way. Yeah. So let me, let me slide that in. In regard to uh, the prop bets, Daniel Jones over one and a half touchdown passes, and you get that at plus money or plus 115. I also like, and again, if you're on, if you're with me, and you're confident that the Giants are going to win outright, man, you get you get Daniel Jones tossing over one and a half touchdown passes and the Giants win at plus 750, Tyler. Man, I'm all over that. Um, I also love, 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 this might be my best bet tonight, and that is Daniel Jones over 22 and a half rushing yards. Kansas City has given up the most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks this season, 241 in total, and four rushing touchdowns as well. So anytime touchdown for Daniel Jones is plus 350. Uh, in regard to Patrick Mahomes, anytime, anytime interception at plus 130. Again, uh, he's really forcing it because he knows his defense can't stop a runny nose. So I, I, I do have him throwing an interception tonight at plus 130. Um, also, uh, I like I like Booker. Because as you said, no Saquon Barkley, Booker over 15 and a half rushing yards at minus 115. Booker anytime touchdown at plus 135. So those are the prop bets that I'm going to be playing tonight. Yeah, I'm with you on Daniel Jones. Uh, saw that same stat that the Chiefs have allowed more rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks of any team in the National Football League. Jones as well has run for more yards at the quarterback position than every QB except for Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. So he's in really good company there. Great matchup. Um, and without Saquon Barkley, they may need his legs a little bit uh, to, to get going. I also, this one's like a half unit just for fun. Tyreek Hill's rushing yardage prop is half a yard. If he runs for just one yard, you cast that. Now, does he get the opportunity to rush? I think if he gets one rushing attempt, he will go over that and – a lot of projections I'm seeing have him for 1.3, 1.6, at least one. So I'm willing to throw a little bit just for fun on Tyreek Hill, getting at least one rushing attempt. And then, of course, he's got to get positive yards out of that. But it's Tyreek Hill. He's the fastest player in the NFL. So I imagine if he gets the ball behind the line of scrimmage at least once, uh, he will get at least a, a one rushing yard. And like I said, this may be the healthiest he's been in a while, having the extra rest to get that quad right. Um, Patrick Mahomes, the passing yard is prop 302 and a half. I'm going to go over that. I think projection should be closer to 320, 330. Uh, again, there's still a lack of impact players at the running back position for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're back at home. Hill being as healthy as he's been. Travis Kelsey being there. Um, if the Giants do what we think they can do against Kansas City's defense and score some points, then Patrick's going to need to slang that pill because we know the Chiefs can't really run the rock. So I'm expecting the focal point of the Chiefs offense, surprise, surprise, to be Patrick Mahomes and a bounce back after the embarrassing performance at the Tennessee Titans at home, comfortable inside Arrowhead. I expect him to go over 302 and a half in terms of passing yards. So we like a lot of overs, a lot of action in on Monday Night Football. We're all on the Giants here and Again, Mike T will join us, Mike Tannenbaum, who's just been blistering hot with his Monday mm -hmm. Night Football picks on our bet show, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Pacific on ESPN's digital platforms, YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, ESPN Plus 
app as well. Let's uh, get away from the NFL uh, real quick and move to the NBA because we are in the full swing of things with the NBA. And it's been an interesting start to the season. Some trends that have certainly caught my eye. There's a couple of big games um, tonight, a busy slate, but I think one game that stands out because of the franchises involved, the Chicago Bulls, the surprising upstart Chicago Bulls. And I think the rather disappointing Boston Celtics to this point. Uh, Bulls, one of the top teams in the East. The Celtics under 500. You got uh, Boston at home laying two, a total of 217. Anything you like in Bulls Celtics, Anita? Yeah, um, I, I do like the Bulls tonight. Um, and, and I like them on the money line. You know, this is a team, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're thriving. They're mid-range jumpers. They're thriving. One of the top five best defenses in the NBA teams are only averaging 99 points per game against them. And this is a season where we're seeing a lot of teams who I think will finish strong, but are having a, a slow start to kind of gel and get into a rhythm and get into a groove. And I think that's what we're seeing from the Celtics. So um, I do like the Bulls tonight. I'll play them on the money line at plus 105. Also, I like Caruso over steals. That stat line has not hit yet, um, but he's averaging almost 30 minutes a game, and he's just playing exceptional defense, and he's averaging three steals a game. So, again, I'm waiting for that stat line to post. Um, you know, if it's somewhere around the, the one and a half, two and a half, I'm definitely going to play the over there. And also, I do like the Knicks tonight. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, but I'm not willing – to lay the seven. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the Knicks in the Bulls as a two-team money line parlay, and you could get that at plus one seventy-eight. Okay. Yeah, I do. I, as a matter of fact, we are in um, in sync here. I was on the Bulls at uh, um, now plus two and a half. I'm seeing which is interesting that it's steaming in the Boston direction because they've been wildly disappointing so far this year. Boston um, is just two and four uh, against the spread. Meanwhile, Chicago is five and one against the spread, which is tied with three other teams for best in the NBA. So I'll take the, uh, Points with the uh, Chicago Bulls, who you write have a top five team in terms of defensive rating. DeMar DeRozan has played well. Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, all those new pieces are fitting well uh, with the Chicago team with the uh, leftovers of, you know, Zach Levine and, and some of those pieces. So I, I like the Bulls getting two and a half. I like the under there as well because of that Bulls team being a defensive oriented team that doesn't necessarily play too fast. Total has has dipped since this morning, so it's at two fifteen and a half now. I'd maybe pause there and reconsider because when I was looking at it this morning, it was two seventeen uh, when I played the under. So we're getting steamed towards the under. We're getting steamed towards Boston, which is interesting to me. That Knicks game as well is now seven. When I looked this morning, it was I believe six and a half six. So a lot of people getting on the Knicks. I think you want to. Um, maybe take a little bit of caution there. Although I will say seven might be okay, considering the fact that it looks like Scotty Barnes is going to be doubtful. The uh, dynamic rookie out of Florida state for Toronto. Uh, if he doesn't play, they're still missing Pascal Siakam and Utah Wat Watanabe. So uh, this uh, Toronto team's a little shorthanded. The Knicks at home at the garden, good team playing great basketball right now. Total minuscule, just two Oh eight and a half. But I'm telling you a lot of unders have been cashing mm -hmm. in the NBA so far this season. And that might be a trend to just blindly bet with every game on the slate if you really have the stomach for that. While NBA shooters get used to the way 
the officials are now officiating the game. They're not allowing some of these ticky-tack fouls that people didn't like where, especially on pump fakes, you jump into the defender with a three-point shot. Um, I think they're letting them play a little more near the rim when guys are getting in the lanes, becoming a little bit more physical brand of basketball. Um, so, I mean, if you just look at scores last night uh, on, the, on the slate alone in the NBA, a lot of them uh, were, were teams that both teams were held under 100 points. The Rockets and Lakers, 95-85. The, uh, Pits, the Pistons and Nets, surprise, surprise, the Pistons only scored 91 points. The Bucks and Jazz, 107-95. The Kings and Mavericks, 105-99. So we're seeing a lot of games where at least one team is failing to crack 100 points. So uh, the market needs to adjust. Maybe it's doing that right now, but I still think under is the way to go in the NBA if you have a coin flip uh, in your mind about approaching the total. So I'll try and get some uh, player props uh, for this evening on bet as we learn more about who is in and out of lineups. But that'll do it for a Monday edition of Daily Wager. We'll have game six action tomorrow on Tuesday. And of course, uh, with uh, throughout the week, we'll get you ready for college and NFL here on the Daily Wager podcast. A little bit more than 10 minutes of the bets you need, as promised. But by now, you know that you get on Monday with Tyler and Anita. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're enjoying the show. It helped us out tremendously. And we'll talk to you Tuesday on the Daily Wager podcast. Mm-hmm.